Good morning, everyone. Welcome. It's a great pleasure to welcome everyone to the spring 2024 semester and to wish you all a happy new year. And thank you also to Anicia for reading our land acknowledgement. Very important thing that we do here at LCC. I want to start by thanking everyone for their participation in PA days this week. I had a great time on the panel yesterday, and I'm very, very excited for the year ahead. There are a number of very key activities that will take place in 2024, and I want to talk about those a little bit. We are launching a comprehensive strategic planning process this year. Dr. Welch mentioned that uh, yesterday, and there are many opportunities for LCC employees to be involved in this important process. As we do strategic planning, we're also working on campus master planning, where we're taking a very detailed look at all of our buildings and facilities and planning out their future use. 2024 will also be a year of transition on our board of trustees. As you may know, uh, two of our trustees have left the board and one our, our five current trustees will appoint uh, citizens to the unexpired terms of Andrew Abood and Ryan Buck. Those appointees will serve for 2024 and those seats will be on the November 2024 ballot. The process that has been designed by the Board of Trustees and Benita Duncan is open and transparent and details about that process are on our main webpage. Also for 2024, I am very excited to welcome Dr. Dale Dan, our new Chief Diversity Officer. Please join me in welcoming Dr. Dan next week. She's an exceptional person and her first day of, week, uh, of work is Monday. I cannot wait for you to meet her. In addition, 2024 is also a bargaining year for MAHI and many of our employee labor organizations. As you know, collective bargaining is an important part of our culture here at LCC, and I appreciate the time and effort that will go into this process on both sides of the table in the coming year. And finally, as we heard about yesterday, this is a year of reaffirmation of accreditation with the Higher Learning Commission. Now, I'll have more to say about that in a minute, but this is a very important component of success for us in 2024. So in summary, 2024 is destined to be a busy and important year here at Lansing Community College. Now, as I did last year, I wanna use my time this morning to share my presidential goals for 2024, the ones I outlined for the Board of Trustees at their meeting last December. Now, here they are on a slide. These are my three goals for 2024, and I wanna make a couple observations about goals number one and goal number three uh, today, and then spend most of my time talking about that second goal, enrollment management. As I've said many times during my career, accreditation with the Higher Learning Commission is the coin of the realm in education. I spent the majority of my previous, previous faculty and administrative career supporting accreditation efforts. And I wanna thank our accreditation liaison officer, Mark Kelland, our provost, Sally Welch, and the entire team working to prepare for our comprehensive site visit. This is a large and important undertaking. And I'm very confident that the visit will go well and that our accreditation with HLC will be reaffirmed, but this is something that no organization can take for granted. Regarding the third goal, university transfer has been a strategic priority at LCC, and many of you have heard me say this. I talked about my father-in-law, Mike, yesterday, one of our very first transfer students. He enrolled here in 1958. 
He was the first person in his family to attend college of any kind. He transferred to Michigan State University, earned a degree in packaging, and together with my mother-in-law, they transformed the lives of an entire generation of their family. That's what we've been doing since we were founded. Now this year, we're going to elevate the priority of transfer in three key ways. We're going to communicate the excellent work that's being done as we transition from the university center model to the transfer center model in the Gannon building. We'll continue to strengthen Envision Green and our partnership with Michigan State during a time of great transition at that institution. And we'll also develop other institution-specific partnerships. Finally, we will continue to promote transfer partnerships with historically black colleges and universities and make these HBCU transfer options more visible. But I'd like to spend most of my time this morning talking about enrollment management. That's goal number two. You might recall that I, incited, that I cited enrollment as a key challenge at this time last year. I made the point that retention and attraction of students is everyone's job here at LCC. Last year at this time, our spring 2023 enrollment was significantly down. Now as of today, we're slightly up from this time of year for spring enrollment. Now, I've never been an alarmist about total headcount enrollment, but I do want to visit my main point from last year. And I think what I said is worth saying again verbatim. So I'm going to quote myself from a year ago. Like many of you, I was a community college professional at the peak of the Great Recession 10 years ago, when most community colleges in the country, including LCC, saw their high watermark in enrollment. I also have lived through declines and troughs prior to and after that. In my experience at the peaks of enrollment, when parking lots are full and the classes have waiting lists, generally people can see themselves and their work in that increase as a kind of success. Conversely, I've noticed that during times of declining enrollment, many of us look outside of ourselves and point to others as the cause. Department X isn't doing its job. Leader Y doesn't have the right vision and so forth. And I would submit to you that this is not the way for us to collectively look at enrollment management. It's a very complex thing, largely driven by outside forces that we all need to address together. And at the end of the day, as difficult as it is to get this point across, retention and attraction of students is actually everyone's job at LCC, all of us, end quote. So I mean those words as much today as I did last January when I said them to you. And in spite of being slightly up over last spring, enrollment management will be one of our top goals this year. We have excellent enrollment management professionals and outstanding team members in the areas of marketing, recruitment, retention, et cetera. Now, that being said, I think the enrollment management activities at many colleges look a lot like this familiar meme. Well, <laughs> While familiar and funny, I'm sure you'll agree that this pop culture reference to a 1967 Spider-Man cartoon hits a little close to home. Our efforts need to be more aligned, more strategic, more coordinated. In fact, our current state of enrollment management might look a little more like this. Again, there are more Spider-Men here pointing at each other. Now, for this reason, I am forming a short-term focused enrollment management task force this semester. I'll be leading the task force personally, along with assistance from Lane Ingram, Chief of Staff in the President's Office. Now I have to tell you, I am very reluctant to start new initiatives during a busy year 
when we're all working on so many important priorities. But coordinating our efforts on enrollment is crucial, especially now. This task force is not a new standing committee. It's intended to focus and align work that is already underway. And it's also intended to be short-term with a nine-month timeframe. As I said before, LCC has great enrollment management professionals. We also have a strategic enrollment management team, a strategic enrollment management plan, but this task force is intended to provide leadership from my office to do three key things that have been difficult for us over the past year. First is to create a sense of urgency around the importance of enrollment. Second, to build cross-functionality between departments, processes, and people. And third, perhaps most importantly, is to remove barriers to recruitment and retention. Now regarding those re barriers re and removing them, I wanna introduce a key metaphor that will guide this work on the task force. I'm sure we've all seen home improvement shows on television where crews of people take older homes and transform them into modern living spaces. The phrase you most often hear in these programs is open concept. For the purpose of this year, I invite you to think of our existing structures and processes for enrollment management as a lovely mid-century modern ranch home that was built in 1958. And Lane found some great photos of, of houses like that. Our house has good bones. It's in a neighborhood we like, but the floor plan we currently have was created for another era. We don't need to demolish this home and start over, not at all. What we need is a thoughtful and thorough reimagination of how our students move through the space, how an updated reimagined structure could attract new students to attend and help existing students to stay and succeed. And if you've watched these programs, you know that you can't just grab a sledgehammer and start swinging. So for this work, we'll need a concept of the load-bearing wall. Obviously, we're gonna need to tear down some walls to break some things that need to be broken, but not every obstacle can be removed. To illustrate this point about load-bearing walls, I have three very different examples to share with you about walls within our house that we'd like to move. <clears throat> First, I do think there are some walls that we can simply tear down, take out a sledge or a reciprocal saw and just knock them out while the camera rolls. An example of this kind of wall has already been done library fines. The great folks in our library have already eliminated late fees and library fines. Fees like library fines, they're completely within our control. The financial impact of enforcing them by barring students from re-enrollment, well, that far exceeds the revenue that they generate. So walls like these are a classic no-brainer. Knock them down, and we already have. Other walls we encounter might uh, be able to come down, but removing them could take some time and it could be expensive. Maybe there are key electrical conduits or plumbing that is inside these walls that needs to be rerouted. One such wall like this in our current house is the requirement for students to have two separate email accounts, one for general use and the other for D2L. Removing this wall will take time and resources. And while it might seem easy, we can't just take a sledgehammer and start smashing at this. Walls like this, well, they take time to move. They might even take extra resources. 
but the work of this task force will create an opportunity to examine the blueprints, find out exactly what's inside of each of these walls. And when we see a wall that keeps students from coming here or completing here, and it's not a load-bearing wall, we need to investigate the best way to open up our floor plan. Finally, the third type of wall we're likely to encounter will be the hardest of all, because some walls simply need to stay. They can't be moved. One obvious load-bearing wall is tuition. While cost does keep some students away, we can't simply stop charging tuition. This is a wall we need to live with. We need to work hard to keep the wall low. We need to work with the foundation and the legislature to find ways to help students over the wall through scholarships, Pell, and programs like Michigan Reconnect, the Lansing Promise, Hope Scholarship, et cetera. A trickier example might be a load-bearing wall that we could move slightly and maintain the structure of our house. One such wall is the drop for non-payment date. At some point, as much as we hate to do so, we do need to drop students who have not secured payment for their tuition and fees. That's just a brutal fact. But perhaps the location of this wall could be moved. Perhaps there's a way to move the date and provide increased supports and communication to students. And I say this knowing that many of our colleagues work to minimize the individuals impacted by drops of non-payment. The idea here is that every internal wall needs to be examined. Every barrier to recruitment and retention needs to be looked at, and we need to ask the vital question, why is this wall here? How could we move or relocate it? I realize that many of us asked these questions throughout 2023, and that's why I'm forming the task force. I believe those questions were asked last year, but collectively we lacked the urgency and the cross-functionality to find the walls and tear them down. If you're interested in being a part of this effort, please reach out to me or Lane Ingram. And as I said last year, I'll say it again. Recruitment and retention of students is everyone's job here at LCC, all of us. So as you can see, we have a great deal of work on our plate for 2024. And I realized I've added to this work by creating the Enrollment Management Task Force. I do think it's necessary, however, to secure a future where LCC will continue to live out our mission for decades to come. I wanna thank you for listening to me as I outline these important priorities for the coming year. And I'd like you to enjoy the rest of PA days. I'm having a great experience with this. I'm very much looking forward to today's sessions, in particular, the faculty showcase on inclusion and innovation. I deeply appreciate your dedication to our students and community over the past years, and I look forward to working with you all in 2024. Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Robinson. Thanks for sharing your goals, um, not just your goals, but the goals that you're setting forth for all of us. I, I for one, am super happy to hear, <laughs> so thank you. Okay.